0: The anointing at Bethany. Good morning, Christian America. In today's passage, in the chapter of John, chapter 12, Jesus has just risen Lazarus from the dead, and we're going to talk about what comes immediately after that, the drama that ensues, the scandal that takes place jealousy, greed, they all take place right there in the midst of Jesus just accomplishing this great deed. It's important to understand that Jesus is the answer to the world's problems, but even around Jesus in that presence, the devil is at work and people are after those that are closest to Christ. Let us be aware. Let's get into the word of God today the gospel according to john chapter 12 we're going to start at verse one good morning christian america and good morning christian america eddie here is always representing the christian american revitalization effort we seek to revitalize the christian faith across our nation it's super important friends it's super important these days with all the divisiveness divisiveness all the division amongst our population, it's important that we come together. The only thing that we can truly come together are the things that are objectively good, that are objectively righteous. It's the most important thing that we do in our days. It's going to be the most important thing we do in our lives is coming together, uniting around something that is objectively good, and that's Jesus. That's how we get our communities back in in order. That's how we get our houses back in order. That's how we get our country back in order. And so, friends, today we're going to continue our journey through the New Testament. We're going to continue our journey down the gospel according to John. Uh, we're going to start in chapter 12 today. We're going to show it to you and read it to you and explain it to you just like we always do. Uh, just some backstory for those of you who haven't watched this podcast or listened to this podcast in the past. Chapter eleven was all about the death and rising of Lazarus, about how Jesus cares for Lazarus. Lazarus has two sisters, Martha and Mary. Um, They plead for him to come to Lazarus' aid. He waits. Lazarus passes away. Jesus then comes to the town of Bethany, and he raises Lazarus from the dead in front of pharisees in front of sadducees in front of uh, uh of followers and friends of lazarus and mary um, and then from that point on the sanhedrin meet and we talked about last week they meet and they discuss what are they going to do about this man who is performing these miracles and they don't have control over and so uh and so they plot to kill him and it's in that that we get to chapter 12 which we're going to read to you today so grab your bibles uh, turn to the Gospel according to John, starting at chapter twelve. The anointing at Bethany. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served. While Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. When they say reclining at table, they used to sit on the floor, but and and Lazarus is reclining at table with jesus so you can picture that in your head mary took a litter of costly uh, excuse me mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of jesus and dried them with her hair the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil then judas the iscariot one of the disciples And the one whom would betray him said, why was this oil not sold for 300 days wages and given to the poor? He said this, not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you but you do not always have me the large crowd of jews found that he found out that he was there and came not only because of jesus but also to see lazarus whom he had raised from the dead and the chief priests plotted to kill lazarus too because many of the jews were turning away and believing in jesus because of him so many interesting points to this, you know, what, what is that? 11 verses. There's so many there's so much depth into here so much that we could talk about. We only got so many so much time so I want to be respectful. Let's take it from the top. So here is the scenario. It's 6 days before Passover. Passover is when Jesus is going to go into the into the city of Jerusalem and begin his passion. He's going to run everybody out of the uh, of the temple, all the money changers. He's going to start that process that leads to his passion. He knows that already. He's just raised Lazarus from the dead and people know that too. And so Mary and Martha out of their out of their generosity, they, they have a dinner for them. And here they are at the table, reclining, sitting on the floor, eating. Um, it says that that Martha was serving them. And then Mary, Martha's always the servant. If you go back to, I think, John 10. Uh, Martha's the one that's anxious. She's the one who's always serving. She's the one who's always trying to, to do the work in order to prove herself worthy. And Mary is the one that's contemplative. Mary's the one that sits and listens to Jesus. Mary is the one in this case who takes an expensive liter of oil, of perfume oil, and and, and, and anoints Jesus' feet with it, recognizing how great he, he is. I mean, he just raised her brother from the dead and then lowers herself to hit to wash and to anoint his feet and then dry it with her hair super symbolic in the jewish and in the jewish way in the jewish tradition and so here you have mary given this this example this great example of how we should be treating jesus how we should be revering jesus how we should be uh, uh uh paying homage to him and when those who have ulterior motives, recognize someone doing good, what's the first thing they try to do? Without offering a solution, what's the first thing they try to do? They try to cast stones. They try to demonize. They try to sow seeds of of doubt and division. John rightfully calls this out because John is, is writing this from a later date, looking back on it. And so he knows that Jesus uh, that Judas is going to betray Jesus. He knows that Jesus uh, or excuse me, that Judas is a liar and a thief and takes care of the money bag, and he's stealing. And so what does he say? What does what the sower of division say when they see people doing good, trying to do good, trying to pay homage? What does he say? He casts doubts immediately? Why was this oil not sold for 300 days' wages? trying to be more righteous, more earthly righteous in a room full of others. That false virtue that we're so used to seeing in the world today from people online, from the social justice crowd who love to spout words of virtue, but very few of them are willing to get on their hands and knees and anoint the oil of the feet of Christ and sacrifice their stuff, sacrifice their time, sacrifice their money, sacrifice their hair, sacrifice themselves to a higher power, to a higher calling. Judas doesn't do it and he's the first one to cast stones and sow seeds of doubt into this monumental act that Mary takes place, that Mary uh, en- enacts here. And what's Jesus' response? Leave her alone leave her alone first it's none of your business leave her alone he says let her keep this day for the for the day of my burial you will always have the poor with you but you will not always have me with you that's a that's a difficult phrase for a lot of people looking at the world looking at the world and wanting a better place wanting to help the poor jesus recognizes judas's false humility his false virtue and he gives some truth you will always have the poor with you because when you think about it not no matter how much money the world has no 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 matter how much property the world has no matter how many businesses or days wages that people can afford there will always be a hierarchy And there will be a few people at the top of the hierarchy and the masses of people at the bottom of the hierarchy um, will always be poor relative to the others. And he says, you will always have the poor with you. But you will not always have me with you. So put Jesus over the word, the worldly goods. Put Jesus over your own greed. Put Jesus over your own prosperity. Put Jesus over your own money and possessions. Put Jesus over the trappings of this earth. You will always have that stuff with you, but you will not always have me with you. May may we always try to have Jesus with us. May may, May we always follow his path and seek his work and his goodness but he knows we're not all going to do it. And he says, you will, you will not always have me with you. It says uh, in, in verse nine, that the large crowd of Jews found out that he was there and came not only for Jesus, not only for Jesus. Isn't that something? That people came not only for Jesus. Here Jesus is who just raised Lazarus from the dead and people start to show up, but not only for him. They want to talk to Lazarus they want to see the uh the the creature rather than the creator it goes to say something about us and so they go to see uh to see Lazarus as well because he raised him from the dead and so as the chief priests in verse 10 it says and, and the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too because many of the Jews were turning away and believing Jesus because of him see When we testify to Jesus, when we are an example of his love, of his goodness, of his grace, of his mercy, of his generosity, when we live that righteous life because of Jesus, the people in power, the people in power will come for you too. The people that are bystanders, they'll witness you. And recognize that Jesus had a profound effect on you. And they'll want to see. And scripture says they were starting to believe in Jesus because of Lazarus. Because they could see the work of that that was bestowed upon Lazarus. He was dead and now he's alive. When they see, when the people see you living your Christ-filled life. When they see your joy. When they see your, um, your, your glorification of God and how you're not worried about the world they see your peace while they're full of anxiety and anger and and and, and chasing the trappings of the world when they when they see you when they see you loving one another and helping when they see your family praying at lunchtime in a in a restaurant loving each other building a community being happy smiling on your face talking to strangers looking at, at each other in the eyes you know there's a lot of people in this In the country now, when you pass them by, they don't look at you in the eyes. They turn away. They don't have confidence in who they are because they don't have knowledge of who he is. And so people see you living your Christ-filled life. They're going to want to inquire more about that. And the people who are in charge, they don't want to have anything to do with it. They want to stop that right away. And that's what scripture says, that the Pharisees came to not just kill Jesus, but to kill Lazarus too, because he bears witness to the power of Jesus. So when you bear witness to the power of Jesus, the powerful, the people with money, the people with uh, power, the people with prestige, they're going to come for you too. And I got to tell you, regardless of that fact, I would still rather be Lazarus and bear witness to to, to christ to be risen from my own death than to be sucked into the trappings of the world in order to please people who think that they're in charge friends if you like messages like this if you get something out of these videos we don't ask for your donations we don't ask for participate we just ask for participation just go to christianamericantees.com and pick yourself up some christian american apparel should you choose to do so Follow this podcast, subscribe to this YouTube channel, subscribe to this Rumble channel, subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to it, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, um, Anchor, Spotify, we're all over the place. There's no place you can donate money because we don't want your money. We want your participation in this effort to rebuild and revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. And with that, friends, until next Monday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.